Hello, welcome back to Meaningless Problems with me, Doe Wilman. This week's episode is called Fake World Equal World. Just before opening night of his final play, Alvin Ricard was killed when a spear was shot through his heart. But this was not the most surprising thing about his death. No, the most surprising thing was what happened next. Alvin woke up with a headache, unlike any he had experienced before. He had the taste of metal in his mouth. His whole body creaked and ached. And looking down, he realised it wasn't his body at all. In fact, it wasn't even a body. It was a, was a, was a cloud of what looked like green mist. It was as though he was at the centre of some extremely localised fog. Only there was no centre, just fog. Welcome back, said a voice, a woman's voice. It seemed to be coming from a small, floating, purple sphere in the corner of what the voice in Alvin's head was still referring to as his eye. The purple sphere floated into full view. How are you feeling? it asked. Oh, you know, said Alvin, not entirely sure of the mechanism by which he was generating speech. Same old, same old. It's good to see you've retained his humour, said the purple sphere. Is it? said Alvin. Is that right? Do you have any idea where you are? Of course I bloody well don't. It doesn't look familiar? No, it doesn't. And who do you think you are? I'm going to lose my humour pretty sharpish if you carry on. Please answer the question. I'm Alvin Ricard. Does that seem likely? He searched around among the fog, but was unable to find any trace of himself. What if I were to tell you? You've been here many times before, said his purple interviewer. I'd say, I think I'd remember a pretty face like yours. You're not Alvin Ricard, she said. You're a piece of distilled, untethered consciousness, existing roughly 57,000 years after he was born. Oh, I see. And I suppose the whole world's a simulation. Oh, very funny. You do know I wrote a play about this exact concept. Yes, entitled Fake World. No, no, look, I'd have... It wouldn't have felt... We painstakingly covered every tiny detail. We needed to make the experience feel perfectly authentic. There's a great line in Fake World when Scarlet is explaining the situation to Roger. She says, By the time of your birth, more than 100 billion humans had existed, most of whom lived in intense suffering and anguish. And here you are, born into a prosperous Western country after World War II. Did it never occur to you that the odds against that sort of luck were simply outrageous? I can remember the line, yes. Well, congratulations. You were right. So my family, my friends... No one I ever spoke to, they weren't. On the inside, none of them, none of them, not Poppy, not... No one else was having an experience, no. It was just you. But no, come on. There would have been glitches. Correct. Considerable. But they always pass undetected. There are 403 incidences of Alvin's keys not being where he left them. And he doesn't question it once. And how did you account for all the possible decisions I could have made? We designed the software... To create the illusion of free will. But everything happens the same every time. No matter who's in the simulation? Every single time. And what happens now? 
you can either go straight back into another simulation, after which you will wake up here again, or you can apply to become a supervisor like me, helping people orient themselves when they come to. But you can only do this for a limited time before you have to go back in. Or the third option, you can go back into the simulation and choose not to wake up at the end. Your life will end when the simulation ends. Alvin took a long, deep breath. Well, he didn't because he was a ball of green gas, but that's how it felt. What are the other simulations? How do you mean? What other people are there? Who else do I get to be? Bit of a rum choice last time, I've got to be honest. Can I be Napoleon? Churchill? Lionel Messi? No, those are not available. Alright, so run me through them. What are the options? Give me the top ten. Alvin Ricard is the only simulation we've ever created. Now you are taking the piss. You're telling me you're an advanced, super-intelligent species, and all you're able to do is spend your whole time being... being me. Well, not me, but being Alvin Ricard. My life's not exactly been the most exciting ride in the world, you know. When early humans created us, our objective was to make the world equal. The dream of so many people for centuries. Alvin's dream, as encapsulated in his play, Equal World, had been to erase that gap between the haves and the have-nots without taking society down with it. But human nature made such an endeavour impossible. After many attempts, we finally managed to get the economics right. But this only heightened the differences in confidence and attractiveness. Then we genetically engineered all human beings to be identical and we created the most competitive world of all, with everyone striving for the same goals. Then we tried removing the need to strive, with all jobs being done by machines, and everyone was more miserable than ever before. So you wiped out humanity? We retained its essence. You replaced the whole world with one solitary life. If we are all the same person, we are truly and eternally equal. Eternal? So if I choose to wake up at the end? We are self-replenishing beings. You carry on being Alvin again and again and again. You created a whole world just for Alvin Ricard. A whole universe. The stars, the planets, incorrect. We created one solitary mind. The world outside of Alvin isn't really there. People, places, things, they only materialise when Alvin needs them to. As Alvin contemplated this new information, he tried to express horror, but he could feel the corners of his non-existent mouth turning up into a smile. Mad as all this was, it did kind of make sense. His life had been unbelievably fortunate. He'd always pitied the poor souls who hadn't enjoyed his luck. But now, as it turned out, they effectively had. Anyone who existed was him, and anyone who wasn't him didn't really exist. Yeah, okay, he said. I'll go back. I'll do it all again. The plays, the wine, the women, all of it. Yeah, send me back. You're sure? I'm sure. No, it hadn't ended how he wanted. He'd made quite a few mistakes along the way. But now he had his whole life ahead of him once more. And what a life it was. One question, he said. Why me? Why Alvin Ricard? I suppose you wanted someone who appreciated a good story. 
someone who had considered the idea that life itself might be a simulation. The fact that he was one of the final true writers before the robots took over. That also must have had an appeal. Intelligent, of course. Not bad looking either. Yeah, it, it makes sense. There were many factors we considered, but ultimately we realised the most important was how the person felt about themselves. And no one who has ever lived has had a higher opinion of themselves than Alvin Ricard. For a moment, this gave Alvin pause. Then he shrugged his non-existent shoulders and said, Yeah, I can live with that. That was Fake World, Equal World. Thank you very much for listening. And if you'd like the manuscripts of any of these uh, episodes, you can get them by subscribing to my newsletter. The link is in the uh, description of the episode or just go to meaninglessproblems.com and you'll see how to subscribe there. I send out the manuscripts once a month along with a very... Uh, insightful newsletter so um yeah do sign up to that and you can also via the website find out how to get in touch and it'd be great to uh to hear from you but uh thanks for listening and i'll see you here again next week cheers